Karma family. I'm so grateful that you're here today. For today's episode, I'm doing something a little different. Um, Since season two of Mind Your Own Karma is about adoption, I thought I would get some opinions on the Supreme Court's decision on overturning Roe v. Wade a week ago. There are so many emotions and feelings about the decision that I decided to dedicate this podcast this week to letting people speak their mind about it. And so I went on social media and asked for people to send me a voice memo, which some did and others wanted to just post their opinions in writing. So I will be reading some of those here. And at the end, I will give you some of my thoughts as well. And I know this subject can be a button pusher for some, for many. So this is your warning that you will probably hear some triggering opinions today. But I ask you to keep an open mind and heart while listening. Julie B. Posted. I'm feeling numb. I don't understand why my life and my fellow women's lives are not as important as the men standing in front of us. I'm struggling because I will spend every day lying to my daughter about her potential to be anything she wants. Isabel posted, so if you all are forcing motherhood on women now, force fatherhood on men as well. Debbie SM posted, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 1.5 With all the methods available to prevent pregnancy, including abstinence, the option for a choice to terminate a living baby inside a woman's body is an abomination to my senses and an assault on the ultimate value of a woman. Yolanda C. Recorded Here are some thoughts about Roe v. Wade that might be helpful. The ruling was passed in 1973, and in 1974, I graduated from high school. And I think it was probably about 1976 that I had an abortion because my uh, copper T IUD failed. Um, I was very grateful to have that option. I had had a mother and a sister who did not have those options and had children um, that they were forced to have and I could have another option. So I took that option. In 1979, maybe 1980, I got pregnant again. I was just starting out my career. It wasn't a good time. Um, Another failed contraception device I had used and had a second abortion. Um, It ended up I had one more in my life and I didn't find a lot of compassion from even the medical community at that time. I mean, there, there was always this kind of unease about it. Um, and there wasn't a lot of support for women who have gone through that. So I've got to say that 
there's some trauma there that I have not dealt with on my own yet. I just, I can feel it sort of bubble up a little bit. And I'm sure with time that it'll be something for me to wrestle with, as all women do when we face these different decisions we have to make about our lives and our bodies. I have two daughters, one that's 25 and one that's 28. And I know that they are very saddened by the rule being overturned. I've tried to talk to them a little bit about it. And certainly like a lot of people, I had expected that they would have the same rights that I had when I was growing up and learning about myself and designing my career and where I was going and who I was. Um, We happen to live in California, so our rights are protected here. But it's so sad to think that someone else's rights are not just based on where they live. I hope that the universe course corrects this. Um, That's one of my biggest hopes. I think what I've heard from very inspiring people say that where there can be such disappointment, we can also have great hope that just like things happened in 1973 to make that a ruling, we can also have power and for change in 2022. And while it might feel we've gone backwards, maybe the universe is pointing us towards some other direction that will be even more powerful for us in the future. So I'm optimistic, I'm hopeful, I'm, I don't feel angry. I definitely feel like this is where we are. This is how, you know, there's acceptance here for me. Um, but there's also a part of me that will look at what action I can take to better protect the rights of women. Yeah including my daughters. Thanks. Lori S. posted, We just went backwards 50 years in time, just one step closer to Handmaid's Tale. Please respect, I may not have the same opinion as you, but I do believe if you can yell and scream at your body, you don't have to get a COVID shot or wear a mask. Don't be a hypocrite and tell other people what they can do with their body if you don't want to be told what and how to do things with yours. Karina A. posted, If you think being forced to wear a mask is bad, try being forced to have a baby. Rex C. posted, The Lord hates the shed of innocent blood. M. B. Lee recorded, Greetings, everyone. I'm going to say three things about R.V. Wade. Voting has consequences. Chad T. posted, The church is the richest organization in the world. We have more money than Apple, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk. If we really cared about babies, we could do something about it. I am hoping when I attend church on Sunday, there is a line around the corner for the church to volunteer to adopt and foster. That's what you do when you really care about babies. I hope there are special offerings taken on Sunday 
to raise money for diapers, formula, babysitting, and therapy, because that's what you do when you really care about babies. I hope every church that offers preschool will now do so at no charge, because that's what you do when you really care about babies. Where is the love and compassion for women? Where is the Christ-like behavior? Where is the empathetic understanding that this decision, even if you agree with it, has placed real fear in the hearts of so many? Angela Dawn posted, How about let's ban Viagra, because if pregnancy is God's will, then so is your limp penis. Sam L. posted, Praise God, babies will live. Rosie G.S. posted, Well, I can tell you right now, it should have never been in anyway. It's not a constitutional right to abort a baby, and all this does is send the decision back to each state, and they can do what they want with that abortion law. It does not ban abortions. I wish it did. I can't imagine any person saying they love God and are Christian and they agree with abortions because it's inconvenient in their life. To kill a baby up until birth, some states are even doing that. No, I'm against abortions and any person that is for abortions, you cannot be a Christian. There's no way you are if you believe in that. So that's my two cents worth. And all these people that agree with us and put this forward will stand before God on accountability for killing these babies. You can go to jail for killing a cat, but you all can kill a baby. That doesn't make sense. There's too many people that would love to have a baby and they cannot. So these women that get pregnant and don't want to keep the baby, there's plenty of people that want your baby. But the problem is you are too selfish to give it up. You don't want the baby, but you don't want anyone else to have it. That's what I take from it. Rachel B. Recorded. Hey, Melissa. Here are my thoughts on the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Honestly, I'm a little bit in shock. I mean, this is really huge, and I don't think that we fully know what's going to happen yet or the repercussions of it, or when big things like this happen, I feel like it's really good to drop into curiosity. Curiosity about different people's perspectives. So on one side, you have people that are super concerned about the baby and the life of the baby. And then on the other side, you have people that are very concerned about the mother and the life of the mother and the choice, allowing her to have that choice of whether or not she wants to spend her time, her resources, her energy on raising that child. And I think that they're both beautiful desires, the desire for the mother to have the life that she wants and the desire for wanting the baby to have a chance but sometimes two desires seem to clash. I think it's important to ask the question, could we create a society in which both desires could be honored? And honestly, I look at the, the protests and 
everything that's going on where companies are responding and people in other countries are protesting. And honestly, I'm filled with hope, so much hope, because sometimes these great events that seem so devastating, so triggering, create the greatest amount of change for good. And I see these different posts about it isn't about the child, because if it was, then we would have health care for all. We would have better education. We would have better child care. We would have better parental leave in this country. And honestly, those are amazing questions. And let's ask, what if we had those things? If we had those things, would women feel more capable of having that child and not needing an abortion? Probably. Absolutely. So what about the whole discussion about guns versus abortion? That is the fact that gun rights are being um, guarded, but a woman's right to choose is not being guarded. I mean, these are just amazing questions. So what if this event triggers so many women who decide that they want to run for public office and we have more women in government positions than we've ever had before? What if this event causes women everywhere to rise up and to move together in a way in which we can create a society that is worth raising our children in. That is what I am excited about. I am excited about all these women banding together and saying, nope, not here, not now. This is not what we want. And the opportunity that we have to create a culture and a future that we all want together, because let's be honest, we all rail against society, but we all are society. So we choose what the future looks like. And the future is constantly changing and constantly expanding. And that is my thought on this. Ashley B. posted, A grown pig sent to slaughter has a higher cognitive ability than an unborn fetus, actually higher than a two-year-old child, which may or may not be a viable pregnancy, healthy for the mother to carry to term. Our Supreme Court has overturned a safety net for women, yet meat industries still thrive. It's hard for me to imagine that human taste buds have more of a right than a woman does in our society. If you are pro-life, I hope you're at least vegan as well. Sheila T. posted, We don't live in a theocracy. When life begins is an inherently religious question. I am pro-life with my body, and we would welcome a child with open arms. But to impose my religious beliefs on others feels no better than the Taliban. Patsy J. posted, Maybe God can start blessing America again. Todd S. posted, I find it very sad that we have lost so much personal freedom which so many fought for during the 1960s and the early 70s. The right to govern your own body should be your right. 
I think everyone who participated and gave their voices and their posts to give their opinions on the Roe v. Wade decision. As for me, I am very conflicted. As an adoptee, obviously, I am so grateful my mother did not make the decision to abort me. Now, those of you that know my story, whether her decision was based on because she thought that she was going to get married to my birth father and that they were going to have a life together and get married. And maybe by the time she found out that he had changed his mind, maybe it was too late. I'm not really sure about the laws back in 1968 in California, but I'm pretty sure if she really wanted to, she could have found a way or someone to do it. So whatever the decision and why, I am grateful that I'm here. Although I do believe in pro-choice and I believe that it is up to every woman what they decide to do with their bodies. So as I said, I'm a little conflicted, but in the end, I am pro-choice. And part of that conflict that I think about is what about the woman that's growing inside of the womb? What choice does she have in being born or not? And I say that because as an adoptee, I feel as a baby, I had no say or choice in being born in being adopted. I had no choice whether I could stay with my birth mother. I had no choice in the parents that were given to me, although I'm so grateful for the ones that I did get. But where is the choice for the baby? So I struggle with that as well. And I struggle with just seeing women argue with other women. And I struggle with men that do not have to make this decision, voicing their ugly opinions so loudly with no compassion for women that have to make these decisions because, and I'm not saying 100% of the time, but I would guess that 98% of the time, this is a decision that no woman wants to have to make and no woman wants to have to live with. And that is a personal choice. And I know of women that have had abortions that were very sorry and felt horrible about it. And I've met other women that were basically saying that it was their choice and it was something they had to do. And I have compassion for every one of those women that feel like they are in a position to have to make that choice. And as one of my friends said in her voice message, 
I'm hopeful that maybe this will bring about a different change, a better change, and I don't know what that will look like. But whatever it is, I hope that we can all have some compassion and love for each other and the decisions that we have decided to make for ourselves. Because no one has lived a perfect life. We have all made mistakes. And I know that when I have made a mistake, the last thing I want is someone to say, I told you so. That in that moment, I need some of that compassion. So lastly, I want to end with something that a friend of mine, Debbie Deeb, had posted. Just because I feel like no one has said it. To the woman who is pro-life, you are loved beyond measure. To the woman who is pro-choice, you are loved beyond measure. To the woman who is on the fence, you are loved beyond measure. To the woman who is heartbroken from being told she is unable to have children, you are loved and created for a purpose. To the woman who is excitedly pregnant with her fifth child, even though her family says it's irresponsible, you are loved and created for a purpose. To the woman who found out the child inside of her would cost her her life and chose to abort, you are loved and created for a purpose. To the woman whose world has been turned upside down when her child's heart stopped beating inside of her womb, there is endless, unconditional love for you. To the woman who is on the bathroom floor looking at two pink lines after running from her abusive partner, there is endless, unconditional love for you. To the woman who has to make an impossible decision when she was told her child was not forming properly and was in extreme pain, there is endless, unconditional love for you. To the woman whose abortion haunts her every day, there is grace and incredible love for you. To the woman who was raped and found out she was pregnant and decided to not carry the child, there is grace and an incredible love for you. To all of the women who had to make a choice to bring life into the world or to end it. And to the ones who were not given a choice, I hope you know that his grace and love is endless for you. Regardless if people say your choice was right or wrong, and with all the hatefulness on both sides, I hope you know that you are loved by the universe of the world. He understands your pain, grief, worry, doubt, and every other thing you had to go through. 
and you are priceless and endlessly loved in his eyes and mine. I apologize for those who told you different. You are loved beyond measure. And this was written by a woman named Mel. Woman, imperfect, sinner, loved by God. Hashtag pro love. I hope you got some things to think about during this episode. And as always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. If this podcast touched your heart today, please feel free to share it. Please do not hesitate to seek a therapist if you have made a decision that you need to work through. Maybe you need to work through the situation that you were in that made you have to make that decision. Whatever the reason, please know there is help out there for you. Please know there is compassion out there for you. Please know you are not alone. Please know I am here for you and I am listening. If you would like to get in touch with me, my email is mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. You can also find links to my social media in the show notes. Together, we can make a difference. Together, we can make a positive change. Together, as women, we need to support each other have compassion for each other, and show unconditional love for each other. And separately, we can mind our own karma.